When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. Your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello and welcome into the StarCast Mark Studios. Uh, my name is Ryan and here we'll be joined by Chris here in a second. Uh, this is the PGR for game number, uh, it feels like game 500, uh, for the Stars game against the Predators. Uh, Stars lose by a final score of 4-2 to tonight in regulation. Still have not won in regulation, still the only team in the NHL to win a game in regulation. Um, uh, we are... I should do the other stuff first before I start getting negative, but um, <laughs> uh, we are the official Dallas Stars podcast of the Hockey Podcast Network. Um, please make sure you follow us on all our social media accounts, and then also uh, we'd like to thank DraftKings for sponsoring us. Make sure you use the promo code THPN uh, when you go and use their app for a special little offer from them, and uh, that lets them know that we sent you. would really appreciate that. Um, at this time, we are going to go ahead and bring in Christian. Chris, how you doing, man? Uh, it's hot in here. In, in my apartment right now, it is 80 degrees because my building decided that now was the perfect time to change out their air conditioner. So uh, Wednesday night? Oh, no. This has been a week, a whole week thing. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. And it's not going to fix until Monday, maybe, is what they said. So they couldn't have waited one one more month. Before it got cool and stuff, you know. Yeah. No, they had well, to do it now. So. I mean, is it at is it at least like cold outside, and that's maybe that's why they decided to do it. Uh, it it Although got up it to eighty degrees today. It doesn't take a week to fix AC like that, though. They said they have to replace the coolers. So let's get some some AC people in the comments. Let me know. <laughs> is is that BS? I mean, what's that's, going on here? That's total BS. That, that that's just. Y'all are a bunch of college students. You don't understand what we're talking about, and yeah, but whatever. It's um, hot in here. That's all. That's that's all. That, that was the whole point of that. Yep. Um. Anyways, before we start off the PGR, um, we want to do a special shout out to uh, brother number two, uh, our brother Zach. Uh, he's the he's the one that's in between age between me and Chris. He's getting married this Sunday. So if you guys would uh. 
shoot some shout outs uh, of love to Zach. Would really appreciate that. Zach, we love you, buddy. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you this weekend. Um, anyways, uh, Chris, how did you feel about that game just overall? What's what's your initial thoughts just coming out of this game I mean, tonight? Like the majority of the games that have happened this season, I liked it except for the second period. But unfortunately, they scored two goals in the second period. So, um, just one and and uh, you actually got to watch the full game. I on I honestly only got to watch uh, about you know maybe three quarters of the second and then the full third period. So I didn't get the full effect of it. So I'm not as mad as I probably would be if I had watched the whole game. Um, but what, what's your, what's your, uh, emotions right now? Are they about the same as last game? Uh, are they worse? Are you just kind of like, it, this is, it, this is the new Dallas stars. It, what, what, it, what's your feelings? It's the exact same as it's been for pretty much most of the past seven games. It's, it's the same crap, different day. Like <laughs> we, we, we win in lots of statistical categories. We should have scored five goals. We end the night with two goals, only one five on five goal. Still, we still have that problem of five on five goals, and we we can't capitalize when we're given the chances. I mean, the Predators gave us every opportunity to come back in the third period and win the game. They were full turtle mode. They had no idea what they were doing. We we were pretty much in their offensive zone for ten minutes straight from the from the moment we scored the goal until the end of the game. We were in the offensive zone and we and couldn't still score couldn't a goal. score another one. Yeah. So it, it it's the same thing on a different day. And this podcast is going to sound real similar to the last podcast, but something's got to change, and nothing's changing. And uh, I'm I'm even more starting to get on the bandwagon now to where, and, and you know normally I wouldn't be this rash to get on the fire bonus train or whatever, but it, it it's not even necessarily that I want bonus fired because I like bonus. He's a he's a nice guy. He's a good guy and everything. But the 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 problem is is that you're exactly right, Chris. Something needs to change, and something rash needs to happen, honestly. And the the easiest and most rashest thing you can do is change the coach, you know, within the first, uh, you know, quarter of the season. Is that the answer well, right now? Well, and it's not just because it's a crazy thing to do. It's also because, like, the team— It seems to be the right thing to do right now. Yeah, the team on paper is good, and even our stats tonight are good. We, we beat the Preds in almost every statistical category. The main one that we lost to him big in was block shots, but that's because we took so many more shots than they did. <laughs> if you look at shot attempts, we are vastly more than they do. So, it, like, someone's got to give. Like, we're beating them at every stat. We look great, and we're still losing. Like, I don't know how you can blame that on players. I don't know what else what else to do. Uh, let's blame it on Rope because he cut his hair. Um, well, if he finally scores, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, okay, so uh, with the loss tonight, the Stars dropped to 4-6-2. and two. They're 1-4-1, and one, I believe, in their last six games. And this is starting to look a lot like uh, last season, where they started 1-7-1. and one. And, uh, Or was that the, the year before? I think it was the year before they started 1-7-1. Yeah, year before. And... One. and uh, and some people will be like, oh, that's great. That means they're going to go to the Stanley Cup final. Okay, that doesn't necessarily mean that. Um, anyways, let's get into uh, just the scoring play-by-play -play stuff that we've got. So 
generally, as I was told and as I was explained and when I looked at the highlights for the first period, the Stars and the Nashville Predators put on a pretty good first period from an entertainment perspective. Uh, lots of chances going back and forth each way. You know, the Stars had their chances. Nashville had their chances. And it, it seemed like it was going to go into the second period scoreless. But then uh, Ryan Johansson, who has been a lot better this year for the uh, Nashville Predators, scores his fifth of the year from Janot and Trennan. And that's in the last minute of the period. And those kind of goals in the last minute of the period can really, really like destroy a team. And, and especially when it seems like it was a pretty even period overall. Yeah. And we've had like five of them this year too already. So (laughs) we're pretty good at giving those up. It seems like. It continues on going into the second period. Uh, and, And again, this, this, this is where the stars get outplayed. Um, uh, Tanner Janot, who assisted on the first goal, scores his fifth of the year from Tomasino and Ekholm, and that puts Nashville up two to nothing. Yeah, and uh, uh, that was within the first couple minutes of the of the second period. Yeah, for, first five. Yeah, it was it was another one off the rush too, and that that was the theme of tonight. Our our defense against the rush was just terrible. We were just caught off guard on pretty much all of them, and there was a lot more that they could have gotten too that they just didn't get because they're honestly not that great of a team. So let me jump onto that real quick now that I'm thinking about it because it's it's bothering me and it's it's like nagging my brain trying to ask you this question. But one of the big things that I saw coming out of this game tonight was the odd man rushes on both sides of the puck for the Stars, the offensive side and the defensive side. And there's one in particular that uh, on the offensive side of the puck that I'm thinking about, and we all talked about it in our little uh, group chat, you, me, and James. Um, is the fact that Michael Raffle did absolutely nothing with a two-on-one. He, uh, a two-on-one and then a breakaway. Yeah, and, and I mean, the, <laughs> it, it's I don't even know what the issue is. It's just you we can't cap. That, that's where we have to capitalize on our chances because we don't score goals. So when you get those chances, we have to be scoring those chances. 90% of the time, those sort of chances and opportunities need to go into the back of the net. And that, that didn't happen tonight on the offensive yeah, or, side. Or else we're going to lose to a bad hockey team because we can't score goals. You're exactly right. And you're right. That two-on-one was the perfect display of how bad we are offensively and then defensively. Raffle had a half a step on the defenseman. He could have just turned the corner and pile drove towards the net, not have to make any kind of athletic play. Instead, he passes it backwards on an odd man rush and gives the Predators a perfect outlet pass. They have a three-on-one going the other way and hope he lets his second somewhat soft goal go through that's the other thing tonight hope he was not very good and his stats are not gonna not gonna look good either i mean he gives up three goals on 22 shots that's not great he what they weren't ter- oh excuse me they weren't terribly soft goals but i mean they were fully savable uh, right so, but so, again we me- only scored two goals in regulation so it, it's tough to blame it on that still and, and before I jump into the whole Holtby thing, because I, I was going to jump into that before you did, um, but on the defensive side of the puck, the turnovers, the, I mean, it seems like the last couple of games that we have given up uh, turnovers like that that have led to goals. And that kind of goes back to what I said uh, last PGR, that it feels like this is the team that was under Lindy Ruff. I mean, the only difference between Lindy Ruff... Except we can't score? Exactly. <laughs> like the bad part no, of Lindy Ruff? <laughs> exa- that's exactly right. That is exactly what I was going to say. And it seemed like when um, 
when Lindy Ruff was here, when those odd man rushes would go the other way, we were screwed. It's going in the back of, the, of our net before we could even, uh, before it even happened, we knew it was going in the back of our net. And then I saw that two on one, I knew immediately it was going in the back of our net. Um, but anyway, um, to jump onto the Holtby conversation as well. Um, the first goal I can kind of understand. Mm -hmm. The second goal is the one that bothers me a little bit. Yeah, I thought um, the first goal. I, it was you, a good. It was a good shot. Don't get me wrong. It was an, a very good shot from the angle that it was at, and uh, Janot did really well for you know the angle that he was at, and it was a. I mean, it was like a forehand across the across the seam, and it was under his armpit too, which he. he, he but this all goes back to that he he should have had that. It's really savable, yeah. And I mean, I wouldn't say that he's the reason we lost tonight, but he's right. he definitely isn't the reason we won either. So if he makes that save, maybe we're talking about how great of a night Holtby had and how he saved us in the second period and we pulled out a win. But no, we we, we still wouldn't have pulled out a win. We only had two goals. Well, they only had two goals uh, until we let up the third one. So if we don't let up the second one, then boom, 2-2, two, two, <laughs> overtime, then we lose and we get a point. <laughs> analysis. Exactly. Perfect analysis, analysis from, the, uh, from the Chambers. But, but you know winners. what I'm saying. He, he didn't yeah. step up and make a play either, and he didn't help us win the game. So. Right. And, and the thing is, is that we've been able to rely on that kind of goaltending from Holtby, you know, maybe a week, two weeks ago. But you're not going to get that kind of goaltending every single yeah. game. And that and we're, and we're talking about it, but that's still not the big issue. The big issue is still the score. Right. We still have less than two goals in regulation in like all but three games, I think, this season. We're on game 12. Mm -hmm. That's insane. That's crazy. That's super crap. Like, <laughs> come on. It's it's ridiculous. That's so the I... issue we're, that why we're losing, not the goaltending. Goaltending didn't help us tonight, but goodness score some goals all right well i guess we'll keep going with this uh with the next we already goals. talked about matt duchene yeah. go to rope yeah so <laughs> so yeah matt duchene makes it three nothing for nashville in you know the closing you know minutes of the uh third period or second period excuse me and then rope literally about 20 seconds later is just like gives us a little bit of false hope um he scores his first of the year and he finally gets a goal it's not even a pretty goal. It just kind of bounces off of him, which, you no, know what? I no. don't care. You got to go back and look at it. That was a pretty goal. It, it, uh, it pinballs it around, but he makes a great personal play. He catches the puck, throws it down to his stick, and in one motion puts it into the back of the net. It, it was a crazy good athletic play by him. So definitely, if you think it was just a lucky pinball, go back take a look at it. It, it was a pretty sweet play by Rope on that one. Well, what I'm saying is that it wasn't like a, a highlight reel, you know, kind of goal that you would expect from Rope or whatever. But well, anyway, it wasn't a great setup, but it was a great, great play by him personally, and that's what he's been doing all year. He just finally well, put one in the back of the net. So anyway, so anyway, Hens does get his uh, first of the year um, from Pavelski, and I believe it was Radulov. Robertson. No, Ben Robertson. Raj Robertson. Okay. So that You're line. Thinking about of, the next goal already. Yeah, I'm already <laughs> thinking of the next goal. So. Anyways, those three guys, that line finally, you know, gets clicking a little bit at least. Well, uh, they've continued to be good, especially on, on the power play. Nothing has slowed down. The only reason they've slowed down five on five is because Rope couldn't find the back of the net. But if this opens the dam and they start scoring a lot, we might be able to score more than two goals in regulation. Wouldn't that be something? Well, and then here's the other thing. This is something that uh, my group chat 
on uh, on Twitter brought up. It's just a bunch of Stars fans. Pavelski's on a five-game point streak. Mm-hmm. Very quietly. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, is it, we can't, you know, champion those kind of things, the good things that are happening, because we're so... Because honestly, because no one else is doing anything, <laughs> right? That that kind of stuff doesn't matter because we're not winning the games. I mean, I mean, like, so we're getting goals from like Tyler Sagan. Jamie Benn looked pretty good tonight. Um, you know the well for parts of it. He looked parts, pretty for bad parts in parts of it too. It, he he's looked better this past week than he had you know than the beginning of the season. I guess you could say that's um, not saying much though. I mean, he had like no points in the first yeah, five games. <laughs> we still need him to do more. You're right. And and then you know same thing with Robertson. We talked about Robertson last night. How he had two assists, but we you know we really didn't care about that because they still lost the game. And I'm sure the players feel that exact same way too. So. Anyway, to get back on topic, Rope gives us a little bit of uh, hope, and the score remains three to one in Nashville's favor going into the third period. And you know that second period again, it was a, a period that we got outplayed, and and I, I think it was James who who gave us the uh, gave us the stat that we're minus eleven in gold mm-hmm. differential in the second period. So yeah, what year. what is something that we need to do? In order to fix that middle frame, is it, is it literally just you know play a full sixty minutes, or is there something specific that we can do in the it, middle frame? It's a whole schematic thing. I, I mean, I'm really starting to think it has something to do with line changes that they're not happening at appropriate times, um, because both the goals this period uh, in this game and the second period were both scored off the rush, both in weird situations. Um, so I think that might have something to do with it. I think the timing of when the line changes are happening, like we might not be doing it fast enough since we're a bunch of old guys. Maybe we play Gorianov and Rope more in the second period. Don't give the older guys a chance to not get back to the bench. I don't know. But it, it there's, it's, I don't think through 12 games it could be a coincidence that we lose so terribly in the second period every single game. And something something has to be done about it. But like I said, nothing's happening really. Nothing's changing. We're just changing up lines and hoping something sticks, and that's that's not a real change. Well, and James is being producer James today, so he's in the background listening to us as we talk, and he's letting us know. And that's a good point, James. Um, that for both of those uh, for both of those goals, uh, we had tired lines on the ice. So the mm-hmm. and the other thing that we haven't been able to do is that when we do line changes we're not getting the puck deep into the zone to where we can fully make the line change. Which is crazy because it seems like that's the only thing we do with the puck is get it deep. (laughs) Yeah. Chip and chase, right? Or just chip or just dump, dump and chase or just dump. It's not even dumping. There's no chase involved whatsoever. Um, but, um, anyways, uh, so we go into the third period. Stars are down two goals. There's at least a little bit of hope because you know, at three, nothing, I was like, Oh, we're screwed, man. (laughs) This game's over. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, another good thing that we, I guess we can talk about, despite all the, you know, still losing all these games, uh, the power play continues to click along. For the fifth game in a row, the Stars uh, score a power play goal. And it, it's crazy how we have such a good power play, and we still can't score more than two goals. <laughs> like, that tells you how bad our five-on-five five is. Yeah, James tells me it's, it's third in the league is what our power play is right now. It's that's been in, that's insane for a team that is below 500 long. and doesn't have a freaking regulation. No regulation win. wins. This makes no sense. No sense whatsoever. Um, 
I would be very curious to see what our uh, penalty kill is right now because our penalty kill probably isn't all that great, and I think that's one of the other reasons why we're down. Yeah, month of, month of November, we're like at 50% on the penalty kill. That's, stu- <laughs> that's stupid. Um, but anyways, to get into the actual goal, uh, Mayra Haskinen finishes it off from Radulov and Ben at 10.43 in the third, so that puts the Stars within one. And then from that point on until basically – uh, the empty net goal that Colton Sisson scores at nineteen seventeen of the third. It's just all stars. I mean, I mean, yep. just full court press going down into the zone and getting as many chances as possible. But still, nothing five on five. And we had a ton of chances. And real quick, back to the goal. Miro Haskin is such a good player. Like he carries, he he outlets pass on the power play gets all the way down he goes straight to the far post knows exactly where the puck's gonna go and he just slam dunks it like he he knew everything that was gonna happen the moment the puck left his stick his hockey iq is insane i don't understand how he can do that so i I just thought right after that goal i'm so happy that we spent so much money on that guy because he deserves every penny of it because Play, plays like and he's been doing that all year that's another thing that we haven't been able to talk about because of how badly we've been this season is that Miro Haskinen has fully lived up to his contract so far and right now at game 12 of the season he's fully in Norris talks like today which we thought maybe three years from now he'll be in Norris conversations but right now he's in him currently which is crazy uh here's his stats uh, 11 games, two goals, nine assists, 11 points. So he is a point-per-game player as a defenseman. Yeah, crazy. Um, he's he's minus four right now, but that's mostly because he's playing, you yeah, know, he 20 plays to 25 all the time on a bad yeah. hockey team. On both sides of the puck. <laughs> you know, the, the penalty kill and the power play and does everything for the Stars. Yep. Um, so so the, you, you kind of answered my question for me already, but my next question was is should he be in, you know, talks for the Norris? Is, is that even a thing that should be possible with uh, the way, e- even though he's playing on a bad team? Because typically the, I mean, the the players that win the trophy, you know, there's a good team to back them up, and there's a re- and they normally make the playoffs. Is I that mean, something that's going to hold him back if he doesn't, uh, you know, if the Stars don't make the playoffs? I mean, Carlson wanted a few years back when he was on the Senators, and he was minus 50, so <laughs> I don't see any reason why, why Hayes can't win the Norris. The NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL team and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo codes THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. 
Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> well, let me get into uh, some other things about this uh, game as well. Um, is there anything specific that you wanted to talk about before I, before I ask, uh, my first question? Cause it's, I think this, this question is going to be kind of the, the fully loaded one right now. Uh, uh yeah. many stars fans. Yeah. Face off percentage was great tonight. 64, 37. Loved that all night long. That's how we were able to keep that sustained pressure, especially in the last 10 minutes. And like James was talking about, we weren't able to really get that going, uh, for the most part, at the end of games, we were able to do that, and we put on a ton of pressure. And we just still couldn't bury it. So, I really like the face-offs. All right, so th- this is going to get into the uh, the big conversation of uh, Rick Bonus, obviously. And and you know, uh, with Rick Bonus, and you know, everyone talking about how he needs to go. Um, I really don't think he's going anywhere. Um, I don't want that to happen because if the stars continue on this pace where they're going to be, you know, not living up to their potential of what we, especially what we expected them to be, um, there needs to be a change. Uh, but just based off of the way that Jim Nell talked this summer, uh, he said that uh, Bonus was going to get a full year with a full healthy lineup uh, no matter what. And well, he seemed to be, you know, fully on on that, and that seems to be the belief around Stars fans that he's not going anywhere. Is is that possible, or will the results themselves, if they're just that bad, will that change Jim Nell's mind? Watch the knuckle cracking. That's disgusting. Do but it no, do it again? Uh, according. Oh my gosh, I I will leave <laughs> right now. But no, you're right. According to Jim Jim Nell and the way that he. Uh, manages hockey teams, there's no way Bones is getting fired. So I, I'm on. I'm fully on board the fire Bones train, and I am also of the mindset that that is not going to happen at all. <laughs> so yeah, I agree with you fully. What are some of the things that Bonus is doing that you completely disagree with, and why he should be fired? Because because um, especially for you, you've talked about several, but go ahead and lay them out there. Yeah, well, even just just now, I talked about the line changes on the second period, right. um, especially last season a lot. But he talks about how the players need to prepare themselves, and pretty much takes all the blame away from him. Like, there's something you can do as a coach to make them be better prepared. Um, the lineups, I hate. Um, I have no idea why Foxa is centering Ben and Goryanov, Ben and Radulov to start this game. It makes no sense. Uh, ben played great at center last year. He's played, I think, two games this year at center. I don't know why that hasn't been happening more to try and get things jump-started. He claimed it was because whenever Ben plays center, it messes with the lineup. But you put Ben on the third line, or maybe you put Fox on the first line, what, however you want to look at it. You, you made the lines crazy anyway with putting Fox at, at center for those guys. That makes no sense to me. The time on ice stuff is ridiculous. We talked about it a ton last season, but he just he doesn't play Rope and Gurry enough, and he make excuses for that as well. He's like, "Well, Gurionov takes shorter shifts. We'll give him more shifts then. Like you've got to increase his time on He's ice." He's a young guy. He's a young guy. He can handle it. He's twenty. Exactly. Right. Twenty three. I don't know. He's young. He's oh, around yeah. my age, a little bit older. But and then especially this last game, 
benching Gurionov was atrocious. Since in in part of benching him, he didn't just say his defensive stuff. I could fully agree with if it was just his defensive stuff. And he said that about Radulov when he benched him a couple of times. He said Radulov has been bad at defense. He's got to figure it out, and he would figure it out the next games. But he bl- he blamed his offense too when he's top five in almost every offensive stat. So it, he's just wrong. So he does he does it feels like he doesn't know what he's talking about when he says stuff like that. He, he makes him sound stupid. So th- those are the reasons why I think we need a coaching change. Well, and the other one, his 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 style is the big one. His style is to play '90s hockey and to win games two to one. And with us having guys like Rope and Robertson and Gurionov and Haskinen, such great offensive skills in a league that is progressively getting more and more offensive, and the best teams are winning because they score three or four goals every night. It doesn't work. It's not working. It hasn't worked. It worked in the playoffs, and I think it can work in the playoffs. That's where it can work best. But we can't get there right now with the way that he's that he's managing this team. Okay. And that, that, that's let, the big let me be devil's advocate for a little bit because because I agree with you on everything. But here's here's the blowback of what some people would say. I think. Um, well, what about the New York Islanders? The Islanders play a very defensive style game. Uh, but the difference between our system and whatever the Islanders are doing is that the Islanders are scoring goals. So what I would really like to do is maybe watch some Islander games and see if we can pick up on anything that the Islanders are doing that maybe we can implement into our system. And maybe that's something we can do. I, I can tell you what they're doing. They're scoring three goals a night. Well, Still. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, specifically, <laughs> but... Obviously, they're not doing like a dump and chase kind of thing, right? Because I mean, even though they, I mean, they like wear you down physically and they wear you down defensively. You know, I'm constantly seeing that team score four, you know, three, four, five goals, you know, on a consistent basis. And there's a reason why that team has been very successful in the playoffs as well, is because that style of hockey in the playoffs works, and that's what wins in the playoffs. And it's and it seems like it's starting to translate over into the, um, oh excuse me, into the regular season because the Islanders are getting confident about how they play. So, um, so what would you say to somebody that says, because well, y'all are because James is saying the same thing that that doesn't happen anywhere anymore, winning games, you know, two to one, one to nothing, that kind of thing. But um, what, what do you say to somebody like that that tells you that? They're wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> go look at all the scores in the NHL. You won't find a team winning two to one every single night. It doesn't happen. It doesn't. It, it it's not sustainable. It's obviously not sustainable. So it it really is. I mean, I mean, like, look at the here's just the three games that are going on tonight. So the Stars lost four to two. Toronto won three to nothing. And then uh, Minnesota, well, they just scored another goal. Minnesota just scored a fifth goal, and it's 39 seconds left to go in the fifth period against Arizona. So they're up 5-1. to one. When you score three goals, you generally win the game, unless you're the Stars and you play the Canucks and lose 6-3. to three. But even that's an outlier, too. Like, the games we that we have won, goals. the games we have won have generally been because we scored three goals. And the ones that we won when we scored two was because Holtby was stupid crazy. 
or or we won in a shootout, which you know the third goal doesn't really count in a shootout. Yeah, that's not a goal. <laughs> or in in overtime, that doesn't really count in either because it's. Three eh, on three. I'll count it in overtime. You still have to make a play, and then shootout. It's like who they don't even give the goal to anybody. It doesn't right. even make sense. So, um, what are some other storylines that we need to talk about coming out of tonight's game? Uh, we're like one out of our past eight, I think. James, give me the stats on that. I don't even know, but we've lost a lot of games recently. We're we're we're, we're getting we're one four and one or one four and two. One of the we're, one of those we're falling so deep below five hundred that it's beginning to look very difficult to get out of it. So if we lose the next one, we're like three games in the hole. So right, and in, you know honestly, the positive out of this. Uh, this next stretch of games, these next stretch of games, nine out of eleven are at American Airlines Center. So, being at home, I mean, hopefully that would help a little bit. We're not but playing the easy other, teams, though. That's the other thing, and and the other thing I was going to mention is that the fact that a lot of these upcoming games are against the Central Division. So we can we can gain on some of these teams if we can win these games. But you know, we're in November. the The season started almost a month ago, and the Stars still have not won in regulation. So assuming that we actually win games and we still don't win in regulation, we're still giving other teams a point in our division. And that I mean, this is their chance to actually like take, you know, take the reins and flip it around and uh this was not a good start to that 9 and 11 stretch. So um I I guess the other the other thing we should talk about is how do they increase goal scoring? What, what what do the stars need to do to increase goal scoring? Do they just need to? Uh, honestly, at this point, if I'm if I'm the coach, I just take everybody and blend all the lines together. I don't even care. I mean, we've been doing but that. No, no, even <laughs> I'm I'm talking about like funky, weird stuff and just throwing stuff together and seeing what sticks. Fox I mean, and Guriana Radulov sounds pretty funky no, to me. I'm, talk, and it was I'm talking even I'm talking like Foxa Sagan Glenn Denning, something stupid like that. Because obviously nothing is is working. And uh, James is like, "Don't be stupid." <laughs> but yeah, honestly, nothing's working. We, my we're vote, getting. My vote is to still shake something up, and like we said, not the coach isn't going to be shooken up. I think now is time to bring in the secret weapon. Walk towards the mound, put your fingers on your elbow, bring in the left hander, and bring in our adorable little otter back from the AHL. And what that would mean is that you're putting someone on waivers and they're probably getting picked up. And I'm cool with that. Something's got to change. If we need a great goalie to get us out of here, so be it. I think it's otter time. I mean, they're not playing outstanding anymore. I mean, Hudobin was never really playing outstanding, but Holtby was. He's come back to earth. A little bit, I mean, we're in a slump. Something's got to change. Something's got to give. That's the thing that I think Nil might actually do. He won't He won't fire the coach. I know we keep saying that we want him to. We can scream that as loud as we want. It's not going to happen. But he, he might bring up his goaltender. Hopefully he does that. Uh, what about Bishop? We haven't heard anything about Bishop. Even That's Bishop has, a, has, a, has he, an opportunity to coming back? He's available to come off the LTIR. Uh, but if he, it was like yesterday or the day before or something like that. If he could have, he would have, in my opinion. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not hopeful on that. I, I'm pretty sure he's he's done by now. 
I think. I mean, he think, I think he's going to keep trying all season, but I, I don't think it's going to happen. Because boy, could we use him right now? Um. So you know, I, I thought that you know something might change with bringing up Thomas Harley, and Harley's looked okay. I've he's liked him. Okay. Espe- Every game, he's getting more and more confident in himself. Especially tonight, you saw him. He almost got a breakaway. He was. He was uh, chasing pucks down below the icing line. He's gotten much more aggressive. He made a couple of great defensive plays. He made that one awesome defensive play that Ben just threw right back to the Predators player right afterwards. So I thought Harley has been outstanding and definitely more impactful than Secker. I thought Secker was doing a good job of laying low and doing his job quietly, Mm -hmm. but Harley is making his presence known and is impacting these games. And I think it's only a matter of time before he gets even better. The issue with that, I don't think we're going to keep him I don't think we're going to keep him long enough because of AHL to NHL contract stuff. If you keep him in the NHL for too long, you have to pay him an NHL player's salary, something like that. I don't know how it works exactly for Harley. I haven't looked into it, but I think we're going to run into a situation like that. So I don't think he's going to stay up here for the long haul, but man, I wish he would. Did you like him with uh, Mayor Haskinen? I he's did. He's paired more with Mayor Haskinen lately the past couple of games. I, I liked that, and I like it because he's also a bigger guy. He's a bigger guy that's more athletic than Hockenpah is, so I think it it's a really good it's a really good balance there. I've really liked watching. It. I think they they work well together too. Yeah, he's a little much. shaky in his own zone with the puck sometimes, but he like, even with that he's, he's getting rookie. better and better too. He's a rookie. He's he's gonna he's gonna make mistakes. Yeah, he's gotten better every game too. That's why I'm encouraged by it more than anything. The the only thing that's I just am... the worst part. The only thing I am worried about with him is that, you know, we uh, – I'm not trying to pull a nil or a, a bonus here, but I'm afraid that if we keep him up here too long, uh, that that hurts his development, actually. Because, he, I mean, he, cause he's, he's playing not gonna, every night. He's not going to get the same minutes, though, that he would James, down how many Texas. minutes did he get? Pull it up right now. Now, the interesting, the interesting thing James did – pull out up for us is that harley was plus two tonight he was the highest on the team and i know you hate that stat but in a single game that says something uh what what's his face number three what's number three on our team yeah klingberg i straight forgot forgot the guy who's been on our team for like seven years he he was (laughs) minus three tonight but that was because he was on the ice for 25 minutes so it's a stupid stat yeah, James says he was only on there for 12 minutes and 28 seconds tonight. Whatever, play him more. He was he looked good in those 12 minutes. Well, and maybe we'll see him more, and maybe that's another answer. Um, you know that I I've, I've been thinking about that more the whole otter thing. I think that could that could do something. It's something. Maybe like, kick. It, it's something different, and they and the, they may play better defensively in front of him if there's a, if he there's a younger guy in front of them. Yeah, I'm really starting to like that idea. And it's I'm, the only I'm idea that's plausible it, too that can change. Like, and it's I mean, the only thing Bones that Bill would changing. consider. Yeah, right. Yeah. Bonus is Bo- not going to go anywhere. Bones' mentality is not going to change. He's like 200 years old, so that's what I can see happening, and I hope it happens. I really uh, and I truly do believe this. I think it's just a matter of time before this team starts exploding offensively. There's just something something holding this team back and other other than bonus is what i'm saying there's something else there that's holding us back other than bonus so i re- i'm i'm really i'm bringing it up again i'm really starting to like that otter idea so maybe we'll see him 
Let's do it. Yep, let's do it. Free otter. Hashtag free otter. Hashtag free otter. Do it on Twitter. Let's hear it. Stop the hashtag firebones. Hop on the hashtag free otter. (laughs) Because fire bonus is not happening. So at least we can try something that might happen. (laughs) Let's go. All right. Uh, Anything else uh, you want to say, Chris, tonight before we Uh, close it out? It's hot in here. If anyone wants to fix our AC for free, that'd be cool. Just just hit us up. <laughs> Hashtag free Chris. <laughs> free Chris from the heat. Anyways, col- guys. Go ahead. These calls are about to come off, so that's going to free me a little bit. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Too much. Just wait. Yeah. Give it, that, give it that'll like be in the after we'll be show. <laughs> that's in our Patreon. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, guys, um, we will catch you guys uh, on the next PGR. Uh, James, I think he already told us, I think the next game is Saturday against the Flyers, I believe, at 7 o'clock. We will be back maybe, I don't know. Maybe, probably not. (laughs) We might not be, but we'll see. We probably Um, won't be there Saturday, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that means we'll once... probably win, though. Of course. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's what we need to do. We just need to stop not PGRs. <laughs> stop PGRs, and they might actually win. Anyways, uh, uh, once again, another shout out to Zach. Zach, we love you. Uh, we're looking forward to seeing you. Very happy for you uh, getting married uh, here on Sunday. Anyways, guys, uh, we'll catch you guys on the next PGR. Uh, make sure you follow us on all our social media accounts. Once again, please make sure that you go and use the DraftKings app. And I use the promo code THPN that lets them know that we sent you. And uh, we really appreciate them for sponsoring us and then sponsoring all of the Hockey Podcast Network. Along with Chris, I'm Ryan. We'll catch you guys on the flip side. Y'all have a fantastic and beautiful, wonderful evening.